rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Before we get to that, David, heading over to Jurassic-pedia.com, we have a article up here returning to the film canon timeline, with um, a whole section here on the uh, the events of Fallen Kingdom, what we're going to see in the next hundred or so minutes. Yeah. Main thing here is that this is basically the lost world of the trilogy, while also being a bridge movie that kind of gets us from the park to the world and that kind of this is kind of that bridge movie that uh lost world was kind of supposed to be but jurassic park 3 never really picked up the pieces at the end there where we get the dinosaurs starting to finally get off the island permanently Mm, yeah and it also gives a lot of fans what they wanted from the lost world is that return to nublar to see the abandoned jurassic park we never got to see it in 97, um, but here we get to see the abandoned Jurassic World as um, as we start to move away to the islands and into that Jurassic World, as you said. So it's quite an extensive uh, article here, written up. goes through the whole timeline of the uh, film canon, so well worth a read. Mm-hmm. And um, fill in some of the gaps, or fill in some of the uh, questions we might have going forward. Yeah. I think it's interesting how... The um, season three finale of Camp Cretaceous intercuts into this uh, opening scene here. Season three? Oh, I thought it was season four. <laughs> Oops. Season oh, it's, uh, season four is the black sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we'll um, we'll be touching on it a little bit here in the first few minutes where uh, we talk about the opening sequence back at Nublar at the lagoon and. Um, and how it's so some of the stuff that's going on here was explained later on in Camp Cretaceous. Unfortunately, a little bit after the film's released, <laughs> we had to get it filled uh, filled in that far after. But some of the questions answered nonetheless. Okay. Yeah, I know why we're here. Lockwood's little flunky called me. Rescue up. Save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? All right, Dave. Shall we get into Fallen Kingdom? All right. Minute One of Fallen Kingdom opens with the Universal logo and ends with dark a dark underwater shot. Not a lot here in a minute, mostly production credits, but as far as, far as a minute goes, uh, we get the Universal logo up front. Uh, I have like to keep on reminding myself that the uh, the new Universal logo after Trinosaur head as a continent's only coming in Camp Cretaceous, which is after this, so I'm hoping we get that logo in Dominion um, sort of carried on from Camp Cretaceous with the, uh, that Trenosaur head on the Earth. Yeah, I do like that. I thought that was a really cool logo that they introduced with... I, I Actually, I think it was with Battle at Big Rock they first introduced that. That's good, because if it's included in live action, then chances are it will be in Dominion. Um, yeah. I think it was also done at the opening of um, the prologue okay. that they released. Yep. I can't remember if it was on the home release version, but it was definitely there theatrically. Mm-hmm. 
before Fast 9. Yeah, well, that's, that's the problem when you get that sort of stuff released on um, YouTube and whatever else. That Normally they cut all that stuff out. You only get to see the footage that uh, the fans think you want to see. So um, those that didn't get to see it in cinemas like myself did not get to see that. Next up we got the Amblin logo, which can we please, for Dominion, just have the Velociraptor screech and it pull the kid off the moon? <laughs> I know it was only <laughs> once in Trespasser, but... It's a fantastic use of the Amblin logo and just sort of Disneyfying it a little bit. Like Disney, all, a lot of their movies, they change the Disney logo to reflect on the mood or what the upcoming film's going to be. And Universal could be doing it as well. They've done it, they used to do it back in the day with Smoking the Bandit and Cannonball running that, but just bring back the yeah. uh, the animated logos. I um, kind of personally myself, I have a pair of socks where it's the T-Rex sitting in the basket <laughs> of the bicycle instead of E.T. And I'm kind of hoping they do that. Well, <laughs> that would be really fun. We've got a baby blue coming off the Dominion too. We've got Beta. She could, could have a baby raptor in there as well. So, Or that, yeah. Something. something. Just make it a little bit more uh, customised. And then we get the Legacy Pictures, which I'm pretty sure is only here because they help bankroll Jurassic World. I don't think... After Jurassic World's success, they were needed to help bankroll um, Fallen Kingdom and now Dominion, but their production company was involved in the beginning, so they're still involved here with distribution, I think it was. But um, Wait, Who, Amblin? No, Legacy Pictures. Um, yeah, I think they were. Yeah. And as the minute ends, uh, we cut to Underwater, and... Um, we get to see all the production logos a second time, unfortunately, because that's that's what uh, the movies require at the start here. But um, it's a shame too, because the legacy logo sort of, uh, or the legacy title, sort of that space shot with the stars, and it's sort of bright and that. And then we go to the dark underwater shot where, if the legacy logo was darker, it would have transitioned a bit better, going from that logo to the underwater shot where we not don't have stars anymore, but we got that debris floating towards the camera. As as we're underwater. But that's it for the minute itself. Um, David, Fallen Kingdom. Um, we talked a little bit before we went into Jurassic World about our thoughts on the film, and I, um, by the time we finished Jurassic World Minute, I did like the film a lot more. This is the franchise dark sheep for me. I, I like aspects of it. Um, we'll get into sort of the nitty gritty as we start going in minute by minute wise. Bayona coming in, um, a lot of people, a lot of fans were saying his other films were great. I don't know if it was puppet directing here by Colin or what happened. There's some of his uh, um, director choices seem to come through, especially when we get to Lockwood Estate and that's some of that uh, that thriller or horror sort of aspects of it. But what, before we dive in, what, what was your thought on Fallen Kingdom back in the day? This was a movie where a lot of thoughts got formulated right away just because of such extensive leaks. And I think that kind of set the movie up a little bit for failure because people ended up getting these ideas about what the movie was and what it should have been that was never intended to become ideas. And I think that it was just kind of amazing how bad the security was on the mo on this movie because you had people going like right up to the trailers and taking pictures of the uh, statuettes from Lockwood's dioramas 
Yeah, that the the um the sort of stand-in triceratops and stegosaurs from the the roundup or the shipping the animals out, and that's where we started getting the um the the ninja turtle stegosaur mouth and, and that sort of thing that fans are talking about. Um, Lockwood Estate, as you said, the the plot leaked really really early, uh, even though some aspects of that weren't 100%. Things changed. Originally, there was multiple Arcadia-sized ships, and it come back to just one. And I'm, I'm sort of getting the same thing with Fallen Kingdom, uh, with Dominion, more so because of the delay in Earth, and there's been a lot of stuff that's been leaked, and I'm in an iron, and do I really want to see that in a Jurassic film, and that'll that'll come out in Dominion. I will say that Dominion has, thankfully, had a lot less visual leaks so so far. I know we're getting into the marketing now, so any leaks will kind of be pointless at this point just because we're getting into the marketing and that's going to be the new thing. But also a lot of leaks too for Dominion have been, if if you've been able to get your hands on stuff like the animatronics, the stuff that's actually going to be used, the Dilophs or that sort of thing. So we've been able to see, okay, oh, wait, there's a... a, um, Gigantosaurus animatronic and it looks fantastic. <laughs> I can't, cannot wait to see that in the film and stuff like that that does hype up um, and what you want to see in the film. And then we see the Dilophosaurus in the trailer and I'm sort of, eh, that doesn't look real, real good, but um, I'm alone in that thought. So, yeah. I think also, too, um, knowing how much they're actually going back to Hawaii to shoot for Fallen Kingdom... A lot of just plate shots, again, like Jurassic World. We do get a couple of action scenes there. Back in Jurassic Valley again with the uh, the lava and Chris uh, Chris Pratt and that. I definitely feel this is a lot... I'll say goofier. Looney Tunes as well. There's some sort of Looney Tunes sort of stuff in here. Um, I know a lot of fans talk about some of the sound mixing, uh, the sounds used for animals and other background noises. We're going to get to that in the first couple of minutes as well with... Um, some of the sounds they use for uh, mm-hmm. sound effects and that, but um, I hope I hope looking at that one minute at a time, uh, my thoughts do or me liking the film does go up a little bit because it's something it is me least viewed of the Jurassic series films, uh, live action anyway, and it just we'll get to we'll get to nitpicks as we start getting into it, but just the. A lot of a lot of time you want to show don't tell with plot details and that, but in this there's a lot of stuff that you really need to tell us because you're not showing us um, timings, uh, not having um, sort of timing or location titles on the screen so we know where we are, the geography, the whole situation. So, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into some of that stuff as we get into the the movie fuller. Looking briefly at the novel comparisons. I was slow getting my hands on the copy of the novelization. Uh, I've got a couple of copies, unfortunately, on the way to me. So uh, next time we record, I have a copy of those uh, that junior novelization. We'll uh, have a look in the front of it and see how the uh, the film starts. If there's much of a difference in that uh, as there is in the film. No, definitely that one thing going forward or going into this movie that was a huge difference from going into. Uh, Jurassic World was the quality of the toys. The just having Mattel giving us what we had before the movie came out, it was great to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
it would that definitely help build the hype for me. <laughs> and plus a couple of the uh, the screenshots, I think from the trailer too, seeing some of the uh, original figures and that in the the Jurassic Trader with the uh, the compies and that the um it was the original Carnotaurus, wasn't it, or the Red Rex or something there. Anyway, we'll get to it when we get to the scene because <laughs> we get to see that uh, later when they get back on the island. I think that's pretty much it for minute one, isn't it? A bit brief. Yeah. A production note before we do leave for minute one. Um, I'm going to go forward with the Jurassic, uh, with Fallen Kingdom minutes one week at a time on the release schedule just because I've started right. a new job over Christmas and my time, my spare time is hectic at the moment. So um, each month when we do our news recap, there'll be a double episode that week. But uh, for the minute itself, um, we'll go one week at a time for the first few weeks. If I find I can get all the stuff behind the scenes done and we can do move on to two episodes a week, we will, just so we can get um, get the... It's not, it doesn't take a year to uh, to do the, the full movie, so that's a little yeah. bit of a production note. Um, I wish I could keep to the two-episode-a-week time frame, but at the moment I don't think I can. I prefer to go back to one week and definitely have an episode every week instead of having a week where we don't have an episode because something's happened and I haven't been able to get things done. So that's um, that's what we're going to do moving forward for the time being, and uh, we'll see we'll see how we go moving on into the film. But Dave, that's been Fallen Kingdom Minute 1. How about we get out for the day? Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm.